Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. Okay, so by no means am I an expert on this topic, but when I think about my mental health and continuing on the series with mental health, I feel like I can't talk about mental health without talking about the inner child. And I am, like I said, not an expert. I'm just someone who's been in therapy for about 15 years with the same therapist. So I'm going to share what I know. I'm going to share my journey of really hearing about this inner child and how throughout my last 15 years of therapy, it has become a big part of when I want to understand why I'm being impacted by the present moment in a way that doesn't match what's happening in the present moment. So when I started therapy with my therapist almost 15 years ago, roughly, um, I had gotten a referral from someone at the salon I worked at and a bunch of us went to her. I don't recommend doing that, but you live and you learn. Uh, I loved her. I just, I found myself hysterically crying every time I went. And the reason I started going was my relationship with my dad and feeling like I needed to work through some of the stuff from my childhood. And I remember the first time my therapist said, um, you know, what what about the little girl in there? And I was like, oh, this is some real woo-woo shit. That's what I was thinking at the time. I was like 19 or 20. I, I was like, what in the actual fuck does that mean? And I was kind of like, okay, can we get back to doing the with the real work? Like, I, I just, I mean, that was. I, I remember being like agitated. I was like, can you stop fucking around. We got. I mean, obviously, there's a lot here to unpack. And like, if we're talking about a hypothetical little girl, I mean, we're gonna kind of get off course here. And I want to kind of stay on track. And so, I, I, I had a reaction to it of just like, you know. Like, nobody has time for this, like, game you're playing. And I've since had my life take me in all sorts of directions, roller coaster, loop-de-loos. And one of the biggest gifts of my life is this therapist. And I get kind of, like, choked up saying that. But it's the truth. So, anyway, back on track. So... She has been like, oh my God, I'm like, really? This is kind of like catching me off guard. But she's really been by my side through so much. And the biggest thing that I keep coming back to that I'm currently in a season of working through is... Like the idea, and, he, and I'll tell you why. You know, last week I talked about motherhood and mental health, but there's, and I didn't get to this, but I'm glad I'm doing these in a row so I can take us there. I've never had something be more confronting about the work that I need to do than being a mom and having my daughter experience things 
has brought up like so much for me. And I, I'm so grateful. I say like now, I think like if you have a child, it's in, I don't think you need to, to like have an amazing life. I'm like kind of a unique person to talk to if you're thinking you don't want kids. Cause I'm send me a DM, but I feel like Birdie has been the biggest portal to my healing and also the biggest mirror for the work that I have yet to do. The healing I have yet to do, the acknowledging I have yet to do, just there's this, the reconciling that has to be done. And an example of this, and I'll share because I feel like it's just interesting, is like, I took Birdie to her first day of school and my husband had something for work. And I was like, oh my, it was such a great morning. It was amazing. And like, she was ready and I was ready. And I was like texting people. I was like, she did it. And I was telling my friend Dodd Bradley, I'm like, I feel like she graduated high school, but I'm going to be kind of deflated when I pick her up today. And she's still an almost three-year-old. But it was just like, that's how good it felt. And then as the day went on and like the night went on, I was starting to be like, why wasn't he there? And it was like bringing all that up. And I thought, like, am I mad at him? And in talking with my therapist, it's like, that's that little girl again, who didn't have someone there for her, who didn't have her needs being met. And I, I was just really honestly struck because I'm like, who does more work than me? Like, how am I here a puddle after the first day of my kid's school thinking that my husband's a loser when really it's that I had this little girl part of me that was feeling like nobody showed up for me. Nobody cared. Nobody, you know, and so it's funny. It's very surprising to me as I have this daughter and as she moves through her life and, you know, even the first day she told me in the car she missed her dad, I was like, why, why, where are these tears coming from? Like, I feel like, have I not been working on this for a long time? And I said, oh my God, like if anyone knows what it's like to miss their dad, it's me. And so what's the point of this episode? I've already forgotten. It was, oh, the inner child. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that could be the next three episodes, but it's like this idea that there's like parts of us that in the moment we are not our adult selves and like our little kid parts of us take over and hijack our systems to where like, I was like struggling. I'm like, why did I feel so good today? Now I feel so bad. Like I'm sad and like let down, but like I did it in the moment. I was like, and so I think that a lot of the growth that I'm having in my life current day and growth, meaning like personal growth because it transcends into all parts of our lives, right? Is sitting with that little girl and letting, letting myself be sad and letting myself grieve in these moments. There's this beauty of being able to show up for my daughter, but there's also this deep grief that I'm letting myself feel for having not had my needs met. And so, like I said, it's like healing, but it's also very confronting and you know, I can now, because of like all of the therapy I've had, look at a lot of the situations in my life and see why the relationships worked for as long as they did or see like things in my, my marriage or see things in my 
my previous business partnership that I'm like, yeah, that tracks. And, you know, I think that I'm sharing all of this to say, if you feel like I did when I first heard about this, you're right on track. But I think that it's meaning it's like, this is like initially when you hear about it, it sounds crazy. But the more life I've lived and the more work I've done and the way that I've felt while raising my daughter in the three years that I've been raising her, I see no greater like North Star than sitting with and letting that little person be heard. And the thing that helped me so much that my therapist said to me that might help you and I've actually found it to be really helpful, is I actually sit with like, why do you think I like feel like I have to be the one to like get my daughter in her outfit for school? And then it's like, wait, I think it's because I didn't feel like I had any say and any control growing up. Like I didn't have any say over where I would go, what I'd be doing. My parents were divorced. Like my mom worked all the time. Like I didn't have any fucking say. So I think that in moments when I act like my husband's incapable, it has less to do with him and more to do with me. And that's the beauty of like sitting with our sadness and sitting with the things in our lives that, you know, are so heartbreaking to sit with is that we start to be able to take more ownership of our part in all these dynamics. And something I was going to get to the kicker, which is what Beth said, it's her name. I don't say it a lot. Is that are you feeling this present day? Is this Lindsay of 2023 or is this like a little girl version that didn't get her needs met? And even something wild that happened is I was saying something that I would say to Ramel if I was frustrated. And Beth goes, Wow, that sounds like something you'd want to say to your mom and dad. And I thought, son of a bitch, Beth, you might, you might just be onto something. And I share all this very vulnerably to say that like, it is worthwhile to get curious and to ask in these moments where you're like, why am I having such a big emotion? Like this doesn't match the moment. Like it doesn't match what's happening. I, uh, I, I encourage you to get curious around what might be coming up for you? And, you know, I think a lot of times, you know, I, I had two clients that were, they were um, social workers in prisons. And I might have mentioned this on another episode, but they said, if you talk to anyone and you really understand their story, the way that they behaved will make sense. And I think that as hairstylists, we're so accustomed. I've had moments like this with my clients. I'm like, do you think that maybe because you lived in that house and there was only one bathroom and there were seven of you, that that's why you won't let go of your house? I mean, I can do it like ping, 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 ping with other people. But I think we have to share, you know, have that same curiosity and that same just like making connections about ourselves. And, you know, I think that things lose their power and we feel like heard and seen. And I don't know, I think that's something with my mental health as of late that has been helping me more than anything is like, God, what would, what would it have been like to be 
and and here's the deal. I don't think this is going to stop because I have this little girl who's like basically me in a half Asian body and it is the most wild ride to be on in the best way possible. And so I share all this to say that if you get sad in moments where you're like, I don't know why I'm sad right now. I think you probably do. You just haven't given yourself enough time and you haven't allowed that little girl or little boy to be a part of the conversation. And I think if you do, as awkward and weird as it will sound initially, it will connect a lot of dots and free you in a way that we all deserve to feel free. So I hope you have a wave-making day. I've got to go blow my nose now because I've gotten so emotional in these two episodes. I think I'm going to have to tap out now and get to the rest later. Have a wave-making. Did I already say that? Anyway, I'll talk to you guys next week. Love you so much.